0: And make. Sh- I was gonna try and take the intro from you. You're, Judging by the clicks, where I thought there was one more click.
1: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next
0: time. I got him. I played myself. I'm back. He's back. I haven't been on here for
2: like a month and a half. Yeah, something like that. It's been a good minute, Tanner. As well, joining us once again, Duncan. <laughs> Myself, the
1: consistent beast, he's a beast I... of consistency and nothing else to do. So, I'm here all the time, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I've had too much to do. I'm gonna have
2: a lot of time to do things.
0: Hey, have you promoted my podcast on here at all? Uh, no, we haven't, but. I've spent the last month and a half, the main reason I've been busy, because I was working on editing my new podcast, Not If I Reboot You First, with Tanner and Lindsay, where we take popular properties and reboot them before Hollywood has a chance to.
2: And then they have to pay you guys royalties.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Or have you guys worked on them.
0: Yes. Some, somehow, our idea for the Breakfast Club reboot will get, make its way to the John Hughes estate and they were like, "Oh shit, we got to get these two Canadian randos to make a new breakfast club." So far, that's my favorite one. Can you give us the cliff notes on that? On um, the the whole podcast or just the breakfast club? Uh
2: your your latest
0: episode. Okay, well, the latest episode that came out was a reboot of The Ghost and the Darkness. Which is a movie from the '90s based on the real life massacre that happened in Africa when two man-eating lions just went hog wild on a railroad construction site. Oh yeah, the, the Savo line. Yeah,
2: man-eaters. Yeah.
0: In which me and Lindsay discussed how terrifying animals can be, even when they're also simultaneously super dumb.
2: <laughs> like they they set up uh, like I remember reading a Cracked article on like the I think it was the six most uh, messed up serial killers. That were animals. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, like, the first one that was on it. And I think they, like, set up, they set up so much shit, like, like, thistle bushes and, like, actual, like, trenches and all sorts of shit. And they would just go under all that, like, whatever. Yeah. And just eat people.
0: And they would set traps. They learned, like, the guards, like, when the guards would be guarding certain spots. They attacked a hospital. Yeah. But the most, most horrifying story. murder of all was when Michael Douglas showed up in the movie's production and decided, I also want to star in this. Invent a new character for me. Make him the main character. I am now the hero of this entire story. And he took Val Kilmer's role, the main role, and shrunk it down so hard that Val went a Razzi for it. For supporting actor.
2: <laughs> Goddamn. Fuck Michael Douglas. Which
0: proves once and for all that the most dangerous beast of all is... Michael Douglas. Michael (laughs) (laughs) Douglas. Yeah, we're only five episodes out, and don't let the first hour-and-a-half-long episode fool you. They do get shorter as time goes on. Just the first hour-and-a-half is us establishing our rapport, and also Lindsay. This is one of the topics that Lindsay just breaks the seventh seal and all her vitriol comes out, because we were talking about Once Upon a Time Season 2.
2: Hmm. Actually,
0: I, even we, like, I was thinking, the episode begins, and I'm like, Lindsay, uh, what are we doing today? And I was thinking you should talk about, like, the premise of the podcast, and I was like, today we're fixing Once Upon a Time! I'm like, okay, let's go <laughs> for it.
2: Okay, let's go right <laughs> into this. Yeah.
1: I like the little snippets of history I get in, in, in some of these episodes.
0: Yeah, Lindsay is the history person, and I'm the person who... Pop culture. Yeah, pop culture, and plot stuff, and... Forcing in musical references.
2: <laughs> Work became a musical near the end. Before I got laid off. Before I was officially nice. done. You were listening to uh, like They played Wrecking Ball by uh, What's Her Face. Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus, yeah. So and it just got me smiles. depressed. I was like, oh, I hate this song. I hate everything about it. <laughs> Like, Ryan, why are you so sad Like you're playing garbage music? (laughs) I had to sit through, like, two hours of Theory of a Dead Man. I wanted to be a dead man. (laughs) (laughs) But just in theory. Just in theory. Actually, not literally. I hate Theory of a Dead Man a lot.
0: I don't even know what Theory of a Dead Man sounds
2: like. Uh, Take Nickelback with (laughs) worse. And hate women a lot. Oh, no! Yeah, like, a lot. All of this photographs. Oh, you know that funny song. Tits. That, you know that, that <laughs> funny song where it's like the cat came back the very next day. They changed it to the bitch came back the very next day. It's oh just no! Like, oh shut up! Fuck off! I hate them so much. Oh man, they're they're awful. They're they're the worst.
0: That's too bad. You know who's not the worst? They're also Canadian. Oh, uh, you know who's not the worst? And another British, the Go Go's. Yeah the go, go I found out that there's a The Go-Go's musical.
1: What
2: what?
0: Yeah. Huh? It just came out this year. Really? There's also an Alanis Morissette musical, but I don't know as much about it because the Wikipedia page doesn't have the plot synopsis. Okay. It's not it ironic? It's a, it's all based <laughs> off like a little pill songs. <laughs>
1: well that's good.
0: Alright. Though yeah. and I I have to listen to the album a few more times and possibly hunt down a bootleg of the Go-Go's musical, which is called Head Over Heels. But right now, like I found a go a song that I didn't know before called
1: "Automatic Rainy Day," and damn, they go hard on that song. Now I know what you're going on about with that Twitter uh, that Twitter post you made. <laughs> it's like, where are those lyrics from? I kind of want to Google it, but I'm just going to let it be. Now I know. Now you know.
0: <laughs> Powerful lesbian breakup ballad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tanner, how's your week? Um, it well, been my month and a half. I mean, I, I went through the major stuff. Um, What <laughs> else did I do? I've... Um, I've been working on TV pages for podcasts.
2: Yes, you
0: have. I've uh, I've reached a point with the podcasts that I want to listen to from the beginning, where they're all ones that I need, want to make TV shows pages for, but I have to be actively listening. I can't be listening and doing something else. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting at my computer, and I'll like, have... 2048 or Solitaire Up and playing that while I'm listening, and then as soon as they say something, I grab the notes page and, like, uh, blah, blah, here was a funny part. Doo. <laughs> and it's like, if someone, it would be great if someone paid me to make TV toast
2: pages of things. Yeah, well, I might. Can I start a Patreon
0: nice. where people, like, sponsor me to make TV toast pages?
2: <laughs> In theory, maybe.
0: I'm sure I could, like, give me $20 a month. And I'll watch through as much of this obscure cartoon that you sent me and make a very in-depth TV Toes page for it. And I'm sick. As you may notice from the... I actually didn't notice. You didn't notice from me doing that big snort earlier? I knew. I don't know how in-depth you go with editing, but you might have to get rid of a lot of sinus noises from me.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> don't say this show is raw okay <laughs> unless you say something I don't like and then it goes <laughs> Ryan I'm about to say a bad word
0: Rockstar Games wait did they make Red Dead I can't remember yeah they, they, they did okay yeah but it said a bad word I mean that's that's
1: you know what a bad word is Sonic 06
0: that's yeah. two bad words <laughs> Yes. too many
1: bad words get out of <laughs> here one one primarily by itself is good, and I'll support it. No, Sonic is bad. No. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Time
2: I'm also bully.
0: I'm also gearing up to play a. I don't think it's gonna be. A, I don't know if it's gonna be in a podcast or not. But I'm gearing up to play a game of Mage: The Ascension with some other people who I've met through podcast stuff. And that's gonna be interesting because i was reading through the rulebook and I still haven't gotten to the character creation because that's on chapter six. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> And another guy was on Twitter, like, I can't believe it's so far. Right. And I'm like, but the lore, the lore, man. He gots to know the lore. <laughs> yeah, me editing, not if I but you first, is just like, I'll be saying something and I paused. <clears throat> <laughs> anyways. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ASMR oozing. I like that. Sorry, I, I'm just saying up something. Okay. Because it's five. I... You're setting us up the bomb? Yeah. The <laughs> bomb. You're checking the writer's score?
1: Did
0: your power go out? I don't know. Our power went out at quarter to five. 15 minutes before the Ryder game started, and my parents like, oh, people are going to start riots. <laughs> it came back before I left, but I'm sure people were getting ready to throw things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've also been watching television. What <gasps>
2: kind of television?
0: Uh Doctor Who. I hear that's good. She's very good. The last episode was really good, because it was about Rosa Parks. Ooh. ooh. And they, instead of, like, obviously there was sci-fi shenanigans going on, but it wasn't some of the more major ones like, oh, Shakespeare has to fight witches, or Mary Shelley has to fight giant bees, or something like that. (laughs) Um, It was just a time traveler who tries to stop Rosa Parks' protest in order to stop the Civil Rights Movement from starting. And so they basically have to... Get into a war of coincidences to force her. Like he's trying to force her to not have to give up her seat, and they're trying to force her to be in a position where she has to give up her seat, so that she doesn't give up her seat, so that she gets arrested, and the protests start. Da da da. So it was really emotional, but also had lots of really good funny parts. And also, the doctor might be Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what
2: you're saying is,
0: I don't I know what I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also watched the Charmed reboot. I've never seen the original Charmed, so I don't know how it compares. I'm enjoying it, although it can be pretty heavy-handed at sometimes. Because it knows exactly who it's written for, and it's written for the pissed-off women at the World Today. And, you know, valid. I'm not going to fault them for that. But some of the writing, it's like, in the first episode... A girl is about to make out with her boyfriend, and then she realizes he's possessed by a demon. And so she's like, uh, maybe I should leave. And was like, no, you already said yes. And then he turns into a demon. And she's, like, fighting off. She's like, luckily, my consent can be revoked at any time. And I'm like, I get what you're doing, but that doesn't work from any kind of writing standpoint. Just kick him across the room like Buffy.
1: I was about to say that, like, I've only kind of seen a couple episodes here and there because I have a friend who totally loved Old Charmed. And it gave me, like, Buffy vibes, like the old charm. It was like, it's, it had serious plot lines and everything, but it, it didn't forget it's also silly.
0: hmm Yeah, it definitely, it's gonna go through some growing pains like any new series, especially since it's a reboot. So people yeah. are gonna be comparing it automatically to the original. As far as I can tell, it, the only thing it has with the original is that it's three sisters who are witches. Yeah. And one of them's just a half-sister who, like, was long lost until this time. So, there's even people theorizing that it could take place in the same universe as original Charmed. <laughs> we'll have to see.
2: Is your week... That's my week, uh, month, month, year. Month then it on. moves
1: on. I just lost myself into um, SCP test subjects. Nice. So, yeah, like, if, if for those who listen to the live show... Yeah, one of the questions somebody asked us, it was our favorite SCP, and then I was like, I vaguely know what SCPs are, and I have not read a single one. And then one day, I'm just sitting at home, and it's like, you know what? This whole week, I just for some reason, I just had like the in the anxiety devil sitting on my shoulders like you should like I would go it's like I want to go out and you know do something with friends or something. And the devil goes like, No, you should just stay home and watch YouTube and just vegetate. Ugh. And I let I let the devil win. But when I was there. It's like, you know what? Let's get into the SCPs. And I started reading them. And all of a sudden, I was like, I wonder if anybody narrated these on YouTube. Because it would be a lot easier for me to go... Like, I do like reading. Nothing wrong with reading. But I do like the audio. So I looked. It's like, I found this guy called the Vulgan. So I just started listening to him narrate it. And I really like the the audio element to it. Because there's, like... I'm, I'm sure some of the, the the actual websites... I think he, he actually ripped the actual audio files for the like some of the interviews some of the SCPs have but I like it because it adds a little bit of more depth to the the experiments but I really love it so far really f- a couple of fun ones um another I, I was talking off podcast but there was another one I really liked that I watched today it was um oh what was it it was Robo Boy or something yeah it was Robo Boy where like the SCP foundation f- just at the front door like it was just in a parcel it was Robo Boy and he could just randomly pull out like a weapon out of his chest, and all <laughs> these weapons were like high grade weapons. Like his, it's rate... like a toy robot. Yeah, it's it's one of those old like sixties toy robots. Oh, I think I do remember that one. And then it, it, they were interviewing it. It's like, how do you know how to respond? Like it, at, by the end of the interview, it's like, how do you know how to respond to me? And then, and the robot like just went serious, like, do not intimidate me, <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines. But like, some of the weapons you could pull out of his chest is, like, a, a functional flamethrower, a gun that, run, like, emits, like, gamma radiation and, like, cheers. Like, one of the last weapons was, like, the name was, like, Atomic Grenade. And it said, like, do not, do not use this weapon. Do not field test this weapon. No, I really like it. I like the lore behind it, and I like how some of the experiments interact with one another. Like, the zombie virus one. Because when I started reading them, I started with one... And I was going to two. Wait, did you go through all of the ones? I was going through. I went through one, two, or zero through nine, and then that's when I started going to YouTube and listening to them. Because there's like ten different versions of Skip One. (laughs) Oh, did I? I might not have... Because said. the idea behind uh,
0: SCP-001 is that it's, like, the most classified, and so everyone has a different proposal on what it could be.
2: Oh, okay. And
0: so one of them is, like, the angel that guards the Garden of Eden. One of them is the Fair Folk. One of them is the Foundation itself. One of them is, like, a factory that builds all the SCPs.
1: <laughs> no, I think I, I, like, all I read was the Angel one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't read all the other ones. <clears throat>
0: And then skip triple zero is like one of the pattern screamers. Oh, you haven't gotten to the pattern screamers yet. Nope. Oh, those are fun.
1: Another one was uh, another one I like was the mannequin, where she, it's just a mannequin. I and mean, whenever there's a male present, she'll let she'll like like moan and let them mo- like pose her into whatever form they want. And uh. then when the man leaves, she'll like break free of that form and then shatter pieces. And then whenever a female comes by, she, they'll turn the female into. Like a resin, typical like her, and then take the parts that were shattered from that person and repair herself. That's concerning. Yeah. as our most, I see. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not all of them. Not Dr. Spanko. That's
2: why I said most. Not yes. all.
1: Not all. There's some fun ones. Like the living Lego. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the sentient calculator. Who, one time, they... They closed the window in his, like, enclosure, and when they opened it, like, all the furniture was thrown around, and there was just a message on written on the table, like, teach you to leave me alone in the
1: dark! <laughs> <laughs> or the Nerf gun. That Okay, no, no, I think as of right now, now I remember the Nerf gun is probably my favorite right now, because it's this one guy that the, the SCP just hate. It's this guy who's made multiple SC, SCP items. And literally, the Nerf gun is a Nerf gun, but whatever you shoot it with, the, the target becomes an object of lesser quality. The first example is when they first found out the weapon existed. A kid at a birthday party shot it at a wall of bricks. And then the entire wall of bricks turned into a wall of shoddy like stones. And thus resulted in the wall collapsing. Oh my gosh. And they interviewed the guy, and it's like, they have, like, it, it's, it's like it made the appearance that this guy, like, can't be contained by these guys. It's like, what do you want me here for this time? <laughs> it's like, this gun, it's like, it's it's a weapon. You, why did you make it? It's like, oh, the Nerf gun. That's hilarious. It's it, it was a toy. I gave it to my child. I should have probably told him how to use it properly and not fool around with it like he did. <laughs>
2: I like to think it's a long shot.
1: Yeah. And he's like, do you know what it does to humans? And then the, the guy goes like you monsters used it on a human and it's like the, 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 the organization is trying to demonize him for it it's like this thing is a weapon it's like you're not supposed to use it on a freaking human you idiot but yeah but they said they tried it on a human and eventually they just kept on hitting the same subject over and over again until they became like a microorganism where the oh, dart wouldn't yes. actually hit it um, but yeah that was fun but yeah no. there's also I'm... the duck disguises Gilbert Gottfried ooh I haven't seen that one yet that one's fucked up <laughs> No, I'm totally addicted to these now. Um, other than that, I played some more Cuphead and I got to the second island. I'm going to beat that game. After a year of the game being out. Well, I keep on going back to it and then I'm forgetting about it for a while and then going back to it, getting frustrated of redoing the same episode or same level over and over again. Did I beat her? Yeah, I think I ended the game after I ended my last playthrough after beating. Oh, what's her name? Baron von Bonbon, bon. she's the the candy the candy princess or whatever. Mm. Uh other than that, I'm preparing for my trip for BlizzCon. I will not be here for the next podcast. I'm pretty sure at least one of the podcasts I'll finally be gone. <laughs> my street <laughs> finally, finally got rid of them. No <laughs> combo breaker. No. That's when everyone will be here. They've no, just the been hiding combo
2: breakers when I drop the combo yeah <laughs>
1: i have never missed a podcast but i will take pictures which i will pass on to people if they want to share it on our twitter page i will probably post it on my own twitter page oh yeah and that's another thing this week i found a reason to use my twitter account um letting my creativity flow a little bit yeah i was to gonna ask photos. you how your beat poetry is going i'm liking it it's 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 a good vent it's not a bad vent it's like there's a lot of times where I'm at work or something, I'll think of something kind of catchy, I'll, ca- uh, I'll just randomly s- string together a line of sentences, like, that's kind of cool, I should write that down. Now I do, on Twitter. We've actually got you a book of
0: poetry for Christmas.
1: <laughs> I'm liking it so far, I'm liking the, the content that I'm, prov- I'm just spewing out of my mind. But other than that, that's you know, that's probably the most uh, active week I've had lately. Yep, yeah, that's all. Oh, yeah, I got second place in a costume contest. Yeah, oh, on a $15. $15 gift card.
0: What were you dressed as? Wolverine. Nice. I
2: lost to Undertaker. I was eliminated in the first and only round of elimination. What were you <laughs> dressed as? 90s. Early to mid-90s. Punk, hardcore punk rock front man wearing not his
1: merch. <laughs> <laughs> I like the on the spot. Like you know, what I can make this into a costume.
2: I did win, kind of win the mummy, uh, the the second half of the mummy
1: competition. (laughs) I just dawned on me, like why am I not competing? Like I wrap, I've I've been wrapping palettes for years. It's just a weaker material. I have to be more careful with.
2: You know, me and Yvette would
1: have won the first one
2: if they were so stingy about like, oh, Yvette can see, so I don't, they,
1: they, you lose, even though she's like covered head to toe. Ugh. You, you hearing that guy who's running it? That's kind of silly. Fuck you, Austin. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> Didn't want to drop that, but it has been dropped. Fuck you, Austin. <laughs> Do <would get> it again. <laughs>
2: He's gonna get that a lot at work now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not there. <laughs> well, that was my week. All right, I guess my week, which was uh, was my final week at uh, Ardell Steel. Yeah, it's the layoff. I got the layoff notice last week. I was like, oh, well, shit. So, gotta hopefully find another job. Probably gonna send you a thing. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Oh shoot. Um thought you were waiting until next year. Maybe. Who knows? Because of taxes. Well, yeah. But also, I do need to keep the lights on. thought you were... I'm going to get on EI. Yeah. But depending on how long that takes and also other things. Hmm. Depending on how much I'm getting. If I'm not getting a the lot, then I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Do I, mean, I think it goes...
0: Yeah. Podcast editing. For an add up a co-op. <laughs>
2: uh, I thought I won an Xbox last night, oh. Oh. but I did not. Because I thought I had Rideau Canal, but I did not. I only had a another. another Parliament Hill. Illegal. But <laughs> if I remember correctly, when I was over at Yvette's the other night, <clears throat> I think I may have pulled it there. <laughs> and I left the thing there. So I'm gonna message you, and Be like, "Hey, I hope you did throw out my McDonald's Monopoly shit, because there might have been a Rodeau Canal, and that's an Xbox."
1: I need that Xbox. I need that. I need that Xbox. For one, I just asked, was like, "Can I trade this in for a PS4, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Can I just take cash value? This is about the same same value as a PS4, right? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. An <laughs> Xbox One
2: X because it's a it's a Xbox X Xbox
1: Xbox yeah, Xbox. So you get that for a PS4 Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most prizes nowadays is like you can take the prize or you can just take the cash of Here the prize. Money, you want the money? Yeah, I want the money. Give me the money. Because yeah, like the ATVs. Like if cash I want the ATVs, money. like what am I gonna do with what ATVs? What am I gonna do with
2: four ATVs? <laughs> I'm just gonna sell them. You're
1: gonna. <laughs>
0: You you uh, tape the throttle down and then you lash them to your car. <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: you have a chariot. They probably could do it, actually, if you think about it. It's my car's the AT variant.
1: No 3 Civic. It's light. It's pretty light. It's the AT variant car destroyer. And that's you. You, just just you strap a man. you strap a chair to the top you, of the, you the car. You have
0: to. You have to. You don't. You have answer. an anchor.
1: You take the, take an anchor from the boat you won. <laughs> <laughs> step one: win all of the all the prizes from <laughs> Monopoly. Step two: fuse them. <laughs> step uh, Step three: I bought a TV. Step four: Bay
2: With my Hudson's Bay gift card. Hmm. That I won, and yeah, it's just all sorts. of... This is with my Xbox with my four Xboxes piled high. <laughs> I fuse them into one Xbox called the One Xbox. The Xbox Four. <laughs>
0: check out my Xbox the, 360. It's the it's,
2: Xbox Singularity. Check out
0: the X my Xbox 360. It's like an Xbox 360, but it has the the computing power of 360 Xbox Ones.
2: Full spectrum sec- Xbox. I was all, I almost said sex box. <laughs> sex box See, you you take all the pieces from the various Xbox
0: ones and you create a, sex a sexy box. robot that you can't do anything with.
2: No, can't fuck that. Don't put your hand in the Android. As they say on "I Will Fight You," don't fuck a Roomba.
1: <laughs> do not, do not stick it into the Red Ring of Doom.
2: That's a
0: lot. What? Uh. <laughs> Don't bang the science.
2: Uh, but yeah, I, like now that I'm laid off, I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands, in which I'm going to get a lot of editing done. Yeah, boy. And I, I've made sure, I've set, I've set the goal. No red dead until ep- the next episode is done and edited. Okay. So, that's going to sit there for a little bit. Play <laughs> me. No. No. Not yet. Not yet. We wait. <laughs> Silence, cowboy man. I do love, like, the, the thing I share about the words like, me when Red Dead finishes downloading. It's just Shawn Michaels with a cowboy hat and no shirt. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> uh, I heard the
0: game was just Okay.
2: I've heard it's a masterpiece. I've heard it's another rockstar game, <laughs> and it's like you know what? That's good enough for me. Yep. Because I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll just take it. I don't fucking care. I don't need a rockstar game to really challenge and push the boundaries <laughs> of anything. There's, there's other companies for that. If I just want, I just want a, I just want to be a cowboy.
1: Or a horrible human being, I can do that. <laughs> Need more Sasquatch, GLC? And you I eat Mous- babies!
0: Mom Mous- Mous- said I'd be a cowboy, oh boy. yodel I don't actually know how that song goes, cause...
2: Mamas don't let your boys grow up. No, the yodel,
0: yodel Boy yodel song. Boy. So, as soon as I heard that Yodel Boy was a thing, I decided to never watch the Yodel Boy video because I knew it would just be stupid and not worth my time.
2: Yeah. Fuck no, you, Yodel Boy. He was born in, a, in the wrong time. He needed to be born like a hundred years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he performed Coachella. I've seen
2: the remixes of the video, and he they're performed always a hilarious. a Coachella Ryan.
1: Oh, now I know who you're talking about. I was trying to the put pieces together. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like the remixes. I listened to the original. <laughs> the meme.
2: Oh, God.
0: Why listen to remixes of memes when you can just listen to the mummies alive theme, like for half an hour straight? <laughs> That's what we did last night. Mummies we wrapped alive. up mummies.
1: To the to the music. Right? I literally
2: was like they're like, Oh shit. I was like, Mummies Alive <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, besides that, I thought about getting the new Mario Party, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to hold off for that a little bit because I need to buy food.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wait wait until I get back.
0: Speaking of parties, (laughs) my birthday's in a week. Birthday. And I don't really have anything planned other than I vaguely told you, hey, maybe go for dinner? Hmm. I should post something in the group page.
2: Yeah, Maybe.
0: Unless you already have a surprise party planned for me.
2: Maybe. We'll have to see how fate uh, decides that. <laughs>
0: I'm lying! <laughs> <laughs> oh, let, let's listen right now, Ryan. You, me, potentially other people, we go to dinner on Saturday night and then we hang out here. Theoretically.
2: Out here. Theoretically? Theoretically.
0: Why you have something planning on Saturday? Maybe.
1: i <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this next next Saturday? The 3rd. Oh, yeah. I'll Fair be enough. at BlizzCon. November. That's
0: okay. My dad won't be there either.
1: <laughs> I'll try to see if I can square some time. <laughs> ah, just blowing
2: up dad right here live. <laughs> no, oh it's
0: dad. Dad, dad yeah. if, if you're somehow listening, I don't know why you'd be listening to this, dad, because I know for a fact you don't listen to my stuff because you're too busy, which <laughs> is also why... Hmm? He's a
2: busy man. Hmm? He's, he's, he's a busy man.
0: He's a busy man. He's a busy man. He has work stuff to do, and he's doing work stuff, and that's why he's going to be busy... During my birthday weekend, and that's fine. I've already told him that's, that's fine. Wait, where is BlizzCon?
1: Anaheim, California. Okay. California. I'll, I'll Skype. Sc- I'll that's that's not in. where dad's gonna be. Because I
0: was like, wait, maybe dad's just uh, sneaking off to BlizzCon. <laughs> but no. That would be weird considering he hasn't played StarCraft in over a decade.
2: But he's still got that itch. Ah, oh, he's
1: got that itch. Like, yeah, I, may, I may bring back Starcraft. a gift for him then. I don't friend... think he'll care. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, that's a nice gesture, but I don't think he'd care. <laughs> I'm, I'm being told like what's going to happen is during like the drinking like DJ event or whatever, if you buy a drink, you just get this awesome Medmary like, Cherry 25th Anniversary StarCraft mug. Or at least that's what the, the rumor is. Bring me back an Illidan body pillow. <laughs> Bring me back Diablo himself. I, I'll get a minifig from my freaking uh, my swag bag. Nice. Bring me back a live murloc. <laughs> no, that would be mine. <laughs> I'll bring back myself in the onesie I'm probably going to buy. And the slippers. <laughs> there were items that were released last year at the BlizzCon store. I'm hoping they're still there. I haven't looked. But literally, the slippers make the, the baby murloc noise whenever you step in them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they go. <"Wah>, rah, rah. <laughs>
2: It's really and too it's bad. Adorable. The only thing I care about from Blizzard is uh, Overwatch because <laughs> I mean, there's, so th- there's so much. There's so much. There's really. Well, there's I'm, five things. There's five things, but there's a lot in those five things. There's. Hang on, okay, but wait. I don't care for anything outside no. of Overwatch. <laughs> no, there's there's six things, yep.
0: but two and a half time. of them are Warcraft. Yeah. Hearthstone, yeah. World of Warcraft, Heroes of the Storm, Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Here is the Warcraft featuring other Blizzard properties. And Dante from Devil May Cry.
2: <laughs> With full Ganon, Ganon armor and funky mode.
0: If Ganondorf Big shows End up mode? in Heroes of the Storm, I will nut. I don't even care of that much about Legend of Zelda.
2: <laughs> What's it going to take for Blizzard to make Warcraft war?
0: Um, World of Warcraft losing almost its entire player base.
1: Pretty much. They, right. and here's, I don't
0: think they've... They have not changed their pricing in a long time, as far as I can tell, which means that their player base is still able to sustain World of Warcraft. Either that, or Overwatch is making so much money off of loot boxes that they can take some of the Overwatch money and use it to
2: fund the Warcraft servers. Well, I think they also even got a boost with the latest expansion. Yeah, I heard Just that there were good sales. Interest overall. Mm-hmm. Like when was the last time you even saw commercials for World of Warcraft?
0: Uh, back when they had Mr. T in
2: them. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> my level of dog was that.
1: And they did multiple. There was an Aussie one. Yeah, that was oh, the, yeah. I remember the that Aussie was, one. That one was for uh, a of the Lich King. So I think yeah. that was after Mr. T. Yeah, that was what two thousand five, two. And Vince, yeah, Vince Troyer had. Uh, right. a... Right. he was yeah, Vince Troyer yeah. was a gnome. Yeah. And I think there was one other uh, celebrity that they got to do in episode four, but those are the three I remember. Was there, was there I any think, women one? I think, I think there I I was I at least one woman who played World of Warcraft. Maybe. Legend has
2: it. One woman played <laughs> oh, WoW at oh, one oh, I'll research into this. The woman became Tracer. <laughs>
0: hey, did you ever watch The Guild?
2: Yes. Yes, I did, actually.
0: I never watched it, but I listened to all the music videos <laughs> It's okay,
2: I guess. If I remember correctly, I was like this is fun. It is
0: very very early YouTube. Yes. When Felicia Day was more known for YouTube than any of her acting because I, her most major role was like a bit thing on the last season of Buffy. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, I think I think that's how that played <laughs> out. Came out around the same time as my music. Oh no, it didn't. It came out before my music.
2: Man, I... Now we can't even swear on
1: YouTube.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can't but. swear,
0: and you can't be gay, unless you're also fascist. Ah oh, heck. I've been thinking of things that I would write to a letter to myself if I, like, legitimately could send a letter to back in time to myself, or, like, Quantum Leap into my childhood body and write a letter for me to find, and one of them would be, like, become a vlogger as soon as YouTube exists. Jump on that horse
2: immediately. Become Jenna Marbles. Yes. She bought like an
1: 80, no, $800,000 house recently. Chuck Norris. There was a Chuck Norris commercial. Chuck Norris isn't the lady. <laughs>
0: it's
2: not even cool.
1: How can Jenna Mar- uh, It's
0: wild because you know she's making all that money off of sponsorships. It's not even going to yeah. be off of YouTube money. That is like,
2: hey, shout out to Sephora money. Uh, where's that picture Epi shared? Uh, just gonna look up.
0: I have only seen, like, two Jenna Marbles. I have only only seen a
2: couple as well. Jenna Marbles is 32 and she just bought a 80... 80, 800k house for making videos... for making these videos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is that?
2: Like... Dogs wearing wigs. <laughs> that's it. That, that's, that's, uh, like, we, we missed the bone on this. Yeah. No, it would be stuff, like,
0: I can't, there's some... But also, I was 10 when YouTube came. <laughs> I would have been... 14? Um, I was born in 92, so 13.
2: 13?
0: So, I think Connor Franta was the same age. Oh, I'll put that in my note too. Like, make sure you come out before Carter Franta to to steal his thunder. (laughs) No, that'd be mean. No, like here's the thing. Like, I I recognize I'm kind not really a major person, and no matter how much advice I give myself, I could never become a major person through like cribbing for the future. So I can't make big emotional changes. But it would be stuff like train yourself to sing so that you don't warble when you do do stuff, and also don't give away. Any of your beast wars or bionicles, because your cousin is going to lose all the instructions and pieces, and you'll be furious and so will your mother. And make sure you buy all the Animorphs books while you still have a chance and they're still in print.
2: Hmm. I'm sad. For what could have been. Well, listen.
0: All we have to do is quantum leap back in, quantum leap back into our childhood selves. <laughs> <laughs> What mean did you find?
2: My My buddy. We, there was a running joke last year where we were making fun of Mark Messier for being for being in, like, a Lay's commercial. And, like, uh Messier, you fucking bum. You're all riding on Gretzky's coattails. This is the most Canadian thing, by the way. Folks, <laughs> like, this is just... Hey, just sent me a photo of him wearing a Messier shirt with Lay's. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Does anyone else want to share what they would write to themselves? Younger versions of themselves? How to make themselves more famous and not true to themselves? Audition for Degrassi. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs)
1: In, insert lottery number. Take uh, lottery numbers to this specific lottery draw. Oh, was the and, uh, Max one? Yeah, because now it's thirty-four mil.
0: Ah, oh, beans.
1: I haven't looked to see where the winner was drawn, or if people know if they've been if it's been submitted or not yet.
0: Who won Lotto Max? This is the first result? Is it
1: Edmonton? God damn it!
2: Uh, I'm going to go down the Biff Tannen route. And here's the uh, sports almanac. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I know you hate the Patriots, young Ryan. Bet on them on almost every Super Bowl. Almost every Super Bowl. Every superb owl. Go in on the Giants whenever they're in. (laughs) And then... Yeah. I don't mean anything, actually. It, the, as soon as I get the first winnings, then everything just goes to shit. The <laughs> universe changes. Man, I wasn't supposed to win that money. And now I'm a bum on the street. Buck.
0: I'd, I mean, I'd still also include a list of people to make sure I have a friend. Also, stop being so anti-social, you motherfucker. God damn it. And uh, make better choices in high school.
2: Yes, that's the big one. That's, that's, that's... Prepare
0: yourself for the fact that some of your teachers are going to be god-awful.
1: Well,
0: then I'm talking to, like,
2: two-year-old me. All your teachers are almost going to be... Almost all of them will be bad. Yeah. Prove them wrong. Do this for me. Please.
0: Get Go in for in your English degree first. Don't, don't piddle around in the sciences. You're not a scientist, Tanner. <laughs>
2: Well, let's get into news then. What's a the news? Uh, a news is when uh, a, a, an event breaks and people are like, "Oh man, that's that's some big news."
0: What's a paladin?
1: What's a paladin? What? What does paladin? So.
2: Uh, for for context here folks, uh, since we since last week's episode became cold ones, we dropped all the news. Shh. So we're basically going to pick up the news that we had last week and we're gonna take it from its updates, which is actually good. It sounds like that's some old news, Ryan. <laughs> it is old news, but we're talking about it and we'll catch up on the this week's current news in next week's episode which I know we voted for Wednesday. But that's Halloween. Yeah. That might
0: be a problem. So next week is also a Friday?
2: It'll probably be a Friday. Or Saturday. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. Anyways, uh, let's start off with the biggest game released this week being uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, the lead up to Red Dead was uh, Rockstar going into its crunch period. Mm-hmm. So initially reported was that uh Rockstar has worked 100-hour weeks to create Red Dead Red Dead Redemption 2 in the lead up to its release. Uh so let's start from the original article before we get into its update. Uh so, Rockstar's interview with uh, Vulture over the upcoming magnum, magnum opus, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, is making a lot of head, headlines as of that day. Uh, mainly with uh, a lot of, it's mind-blowing statistics, it's big fucking download, which I was right. Uh, one of the discs that come with uh, Red Dead, because it's two discs, one of the discs is just a data disc. You just slap that shit in. It's like, all right, you're just pumping in data into this fucking thing. And then you have your play disc. Uh, so I think the download ended up being about 190 gigs. So this is a big fucking game. Uh, and the story campaign being around 65 hours and some 500,000 lines of dialogue. Uh, One statistic statistic came out uh, during the interview, however, that raised a lot of eyebrows. Uh, This was the revelation from uh, Rockstar co-founder Dan uh, Houser. This was the revelation that the team at Rockstar was faced with the hardest of all Rockstar projects to date, pushing them into 100-hour weeks. Uh, Although obviously stated with the intention of promoting the effort and drive of the talented men and women uh, who have made Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, a reality, uh, it raised some major alarm bells among the community and critics as yet another example of increasingly strenuous work decisions put upon by developers in the gaming industry. Uh, The soundbite comes under fire uh, uh, when several major publishers have been uh, put under fire uh, for mismanagement, uh, leading to difficult, long, and tiring work conditions, uh, the obvious risk, risks, uh, and incredible strain on employees in an industry where crunching in order to meet tight, tighter deadlines, publishers demand but uh, publisher demands budget cuts and fan expectations it's starting to be uh, revealed as a a worrying and accepted norm. Uh, In which we, after this article was published, we recently did an update from Kotaku, uh, attributed to Dan Hauser himself, and I quote, "Uh, There seems to be some confusion arising from my interview with uh, Harold Goldberg. Uh, The point I was trying to make in the article is... ...was related to how the narrative and dialogue in the game was crafted, which is mostly what we talked about, not about the different processes of a wider team. Uh, After working on the game for several years, uh, the senior writing team, which consists of four people, Mike Unsworth, Robert Humphreys, Laszlo Hauser, and himself, uh, had, as we always do, three weeks of intense work where we wrapped up everything. Three weeks, not years. Uh, we have all worked together for the for the last 12 years, and we feel that this that we need uh, this to get everything finished. After so many years of getting things organized and ready for the project, uh, we needed this uh, to check and finalize with everything. More importantly, we don't obviously expect anyone else to work this way. Across the whole company, we have. Uh, some senior people who work very hard purely because they are passionate about the project uh, or their particular work. Uh, And we believe that passion shows in the game we release. But that additional effort is a choice and we don't ask or expect anyone to work anything like this. A lot of other senior people work in entirely different ways that are just productive. Uh, I'm just not one of them. No one, one, senior or junior, is ever forced to work hard. I believe we go to great lengths to run a business that cares about people and to make a company a great place for them to work. End quote. So, thoughts?
0: I mean, that... First off, the idea that it's just the senior staff that are working hard and just because they really like the game, that is dubious because... The main issue with crunch that comes up in a conversation about crunch is that if you manage your project correctly, you shouldn't have crunch. You should, if you're an experienced developer, you should know how long it takes things to happen. And yeah, sometimes things go wrong in development, but that's when you have to take a step back and say, okay, we're not going to make the initial deadline. We do need to push it back. Because the problem with crunch is that employees get overworked and then they usually don't get paid for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Case in point, telltale. Who were, yeah, driving their employees to madness and then just decided to be bankrupt. But they had enough money to pay their other heads and nothing to give dividends or severance or anything to their employees. And then when you look at some of the statements from the previous employees, it's either like with this weird cult-like reverence to the concept of Rockstar Games... Or people who say that they're terrified of legitimately speaking out in detail because then they get like shunned for betraying the company. And there are people who have been, have talked about their names being removed from credits of games they worked on because they quit before the project was finished. And so then they're like, all their work was stricken from the record, basically. Okay. And anything they did do was attributed to other people because they didn't finish. They betrayed the rock star.
1: I think due to recent events it's only just showing the underbelly of the game development scene you know it's like what happened with the that the nature of what was going on in um well it was david cage's um cage G- C- Cades, uh, uh no that's, a, a, like, that's, that's a different topic. beast that's what related to cram or like the cram, cram crunch cram, crunch <laughs> But like things like that I think also attributed to what happens behind the video game scenes, what happened with Telltale and now what's happened with Rockstar. We're all, it's with the stuff like this, but I think it's gonna it's it's starting a movement where people are starting to more likely share what's going on in their development teams.
2: Fair work practices are yeah. something that should be preached and applied within the video game industry, and that is something that is obviously lacking. Yeah.
0: It's like even I remember reading an article, um who are the developers that do Assassin's Creed?
2: Uh that is Ubisoft. Ubisoft.
0: Yeah, and so I read an article, there was a review, and it, like, praised a lot of the stuff, but there, like, was a whole paragraph dedicated to the fact that they're really concerned that with all the detail in this world, they started to wonder, what was the crunch like, and how were the employees treated? And they're really concerned that having such an expansive world, and then hearing about all these other expansive worlds where the employees behind them are not getting their due, it does kind of leave a concerned taste in
1: their mouth. I, I do believe this is going to lead to some future action. It's, Hopefully, this, this is. I think this is a, like, a bullet starting to roll. It's
0: not going to happen until the the CEOs and the heads of the companies start to feel it in their wallets. Yeah, because I, like there's at the same time as all of these articles about the crunch, there's also articles coming out about how rich the CEOs are going to get off of Red Dead's games. Because even everyone who is concerned about it, a lot of people are still buying the game. Ryan, you bought the game.
2: I'm. I'm not, I'm not, not going to not... shame you for it.
0: <laughs> But just the fact of matter is that it hasn't. There haven't been repercussions that these the people behind the crunch care about
2: yet. Yeah. Big thing is shareholders. Yeah. They're the ones who get really any sort of say. And if like Rockstar, they are not afraid to delay games. They've never been afraid to delay games. But the fact that crunch even happens is like, well, what will stop you? Obviously, uh, looking at uh, possible uh, statistics of their fiscal whatever. That. like Rockstar isn't just a developer. They themselves are a publisher, so they also have power on when they release their games mm-hmm. in-house. Mm-hmm. So it really brings up the question, Is why didn't they just delay it into Q1 next year? It was probably shareholders being all like, no, we want this out at near the end holiday markets. Yeah, we, you know, market we want this before some dominate. of the other games
1: we want we want this before Smash Brothers we want this before this we want this before this we want people to drop their wallets on this but when they going to drop their wallets on that
2: and the fact that any release by Rockstar immediately changes other people's plans games have been delayed because of Rockstar because of like we can't release our game competing against a Rockstar game or they try and get their game out before a Rockstar game. Like
1: in the case of like Black Ops. Yeah. That came out before it when normally that's a November game. Yeah, I was about to, I was almost about to say is like they probably want to release this game just so they can beat Call of Duty. Wait a second, my friends are playing Call of Duty already. What the <laughs> it's, it's it's only just dawning on me now. It's like I think this is the first Call of Duty that wasn't released in November. I I believe it
2: is. The first one ever released in November in uh October and which is funny because Battlefield is still slated to come out in November. Yeah. After this. So, who knows? Maybe that'll take a bit of a hit. Uh, but also, Battlefield also tends to still do well. Uh, but that's a whole other beast with EA and everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, crunch is something that shouldn't happen, but it's almost its commonplace to the point where... No, it, it's 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 it expected if you're going into this industry that you will be faced with crunch. Yeah, and sometimes it's something that maybe for smaller develop, developers it sneaks up on them. It's something that we were working towards getting the game gold and ready to go, and suddenly assets weren't working. Uh stuff was found in QA, it was a big bug and we have to fix that yeah. and...
0: and and also like if a smaller developer said if a smaller developer showed up and was like, yeah, we had a 100-hour week, but people stayed late because of their passion, I would believe a small developer, because a lot of these smaller and more independent games, they do begin those labors it's of love. It's passion project. And yeah, and so yeah, that's the kind of person who they're staying behind because they want to, because they're so excited about getting this done that they lose track of time, which also isn't healthy, but it's a different a different thing happening than when the boss says, you will be staying late, we will not be paying you, this
2: is what you signed up for, deal with it. Now I just want to also paint the fact that this isn't across the board. No, like there are obviously going to be people who are passionate about the project that are like, I want to see the fruit of my labor come out, but also get paid. <laughs> it's not like they're making entry level like nine bucks an hour. Like game, like a game developer like this, they like they're still going to pay you a decent enough wage. It's just, are you being compensated for your OT? Exactly. So, obviously, I hope for all the best, but also, like, these these games are also, like, specifically Rockstar games, they're so few and far between. They don't have the yearly uh, beatdown, as I like to call it, of a Call of Duty where... Now, it wasn't it wasn't just Infinity Ward putting out a game every two years or something. Now, it's three different studios putting out games every year. Or Ubisoft putting out an Assassin's Creed every year with one studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, that is insane. So, obviously, Rockstar is probably already working on their next game. But that's probably, mm-hmm. just so far, the writers of that. Being the Hauser Brothers and their senior staff. So, probably most of the junior develop, development staff, they might actually get some time off now.
1: Hmm.
2: now, now this is, th- is still a common issue. Like, if I remember a few years ago with GTA 4's development, uh, there was an article about letters from spouses of uh, Rockstar developers to Dan Hauser. So, this isn't something new from them. But I think this issue also has been magnified with recent events, obviously. Yeah.
0: And I do also want to can compare it to a few days ago when Sega happily announced on Twitter that they were delaying Team Sonic Racing until next year so that the employees would be able to like deliver a proper gameplay experience and be able to enhance it properly and all this stuff. Make sure it was a good game coming out by people who were being, basically being paid and not overworked. And Sega was happy to announce this. And I can't imagine that they would do it in such a way unless it was trying to get some good cred because of the recent events. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I'll still go back to Nintendo and how their culture has always been a bad game released too early will always be a bad game. Mm -hmm. But a good game can be delayed until it's ready. Yeah, So keep it in the oven.
0: I also feel like with a lot of Nintendo games, they... Don't even start the promotion until the game is practically done.
2: Like, look at Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah. Even. Well, also, look at Smash Bros. Ultimate, which, as far as I can tell from the development, that game fin- it was pre- basically finished maybe a month before they started dropping trailers and hints at it, even. Like, we all knew a Smash Bros. was coming, because there's always going to be a Smash Bros.
2: And one for the Switch, especially. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So it was just a matter of when, not if. But yeah, they didn't start doing official stuff probably until they had like, okay, game's done. Now we
2: start promoting it. Even then, like, it's not like they had a lot to do because you already had uh, Smash, uh, Smash Bros. With Wii U. Oh, that's true, They that yeah. built that off of the skeleton of, that, of, the, of the Wii U. So even then, like, it's... it's I want, I'm not going to say it's an easy job. Because being a game developer, I know nothing about that. I know it's... But I know it's not an easy job. And also looking at Japan's... uh, How it's... How it operates in general with just the work culture. Yeah. There is a very different beast compared to North American, maybe even European work culture. Probably. I'm
0: generally surprised Japan doesn't have crunch. Mind you, I guess...
2: No, they do. They just... It's, it's not seen as an issue. Yeah.
0: They're or they probably... fucked up. They probably... They have a higher workload in general because, again, like, it's probably a bigger deal to make sure the business is managed properly. Like, yeah. if the crunch comes out because of an oops, not because we did it
2: because of poor business management. Anyways... Well, speaking of... Well poor business management, but looking it's better. Uh, so Skybound uh, Skybound Games, Robert Kirkman Studio, is looking to bring back ex Telltale staff uh, as, Jesus. as Oh my god. It's terrifying. Uh, as they're going to be completing the Walking Dead final season so why not bring back the people who worked on it?
0: Duncan, don't try to imitate him. <laughs>
2: can so, I do it? No, I can't. Don't do that. <laughs> Mama said don't do that. Uh, so during a scheduled AMA held on Reddit between Skybound CEO uh, Ian Howe and fans of, Telltale, fans of Telltale Games' ill-fated Walking Dead series, uh, Howe and uh, Skybound are looking to bring back all released staff members uh, to help completion of the final season. Uh, The plan is uh, is for it to be staffed 100% by former Telltale staff, says HAL CEO uh, on Tuesday's Q&A session. Uh, We've been in contact with most, if not all of them, in one way or another. Uh, I met with most of them personally last week. Great bunch of people, and it was uh, great fun chatting with them about how we can get this show back on the road. Uh, How admitted that it wasn't as simple as just getting the crew to roll up for a short period of time at the exact same time. Uh, it's unfair to ask someone to come back to do a couple weeks worth uh, weeks of work, uh, especially if uh, that would get in the way of other of other uh, job offers. Uh, so this is just one example of uh, the challenges we face. Uh, How also said uh, that the distance between Telltale and Skybound Studios uh, was not a commute that would be practical uh, but all of these are challenges that uh, were being looked into. Uh, in regards to the final two episodes, uh, Episode 3 Broken Toys and Episode 4 Take Us Back, uh, no information was available regarding the release. It seems uh, uh, a safe bet that uh, to suggest that neither episode will meet its original scheduled date. Which Huzzah. is fine. Yeah. So, obviously, if an ex tell tell Telltailian? Telltailian. Uh Telltattlers. Uh, if, if they got a job offer from literally anyone else, and they've already accepted it, you know what? That's probably fine. But for the people who... Like, they still need money. They still need a job, and they haven't uh, got a job yet. This is probably the best possible scenario, if they're not going to get their
1: severance. Yeah.
2: But in in tune, uh, should still sue the fuck out. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, without a doubt.
2: They they have a case. They have the biggest case, probably, to absolutely annihilate uh, the upper staff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. <laughs> that, that, that's it. Yeah. yeah, telltale bad. Good job.
2: All right. Uh, moving on. Speaking of lawsuits, or, <laughs> in a sense, making it harder to sue someone, uh, Discord has. A update to its uh, terms and conditions that is going to make it harder for you to sue them in case of, said, like a data leak or something. Or if you find out that they are selling your data, even if they say they're not. Yeah. Uh, An update to Discourse uh, TOS uh, is making it harder for you to sue them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, The update comes underneath uh, the dispute resolution and was modified October 16th, 2018, but wasn't originally noticed by many until last night when Twitter user Aeon Lamb uh, stated that the new clause means users uh, forfeit their right to sue them or take part in the class action lawsuit. Uh, The only way to opt out uh, of this is an email to arbitration-opt-out at discord.com. Within 30 days. Uh, meaning the deadline is November 15th, 2018. We need to get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a screen cap accompanying the tweet uh, includes the handy FAQ from Danny. Uh, is this enforceable? In the United States, yes. It was decided by the Supreme Court in 2011. Uh the links to the legal dispute, uh, AT and Mo- uh, T Mobility LCC versus uh, Conception in 2011, that went to the United States Supreme Court, and uh, whose decision meant that businesses who whose arbitrational agreements with class action waivers can uh, require customers to bring cla- claims only from individual ar- arbitration instead of a class action lawsuit. Uh, Arbitration resolves uh, disputes without uh, the courts and is frequently less expensive and won't create a precedent uh, with the preceding decision. Uh, This is preferable to companies uh, than a class action in which uh, a group of people are able to collectively bring a lawsuit to a company. So,
0: so basically, if something like that happened, the lawyers were trying to round up everyone who was damaged by a breach or a data theft, they wouldn't be able to use anyone who had not opted out because they had not... They would have... Those individual people would have to individually sue the company and would probably be brought into, like, out-of-trial hearings every single time just for a settlement instead of holding them to task. Mm.
1: The the way that that it sounds to me is like, haha! Unless you can, you you can't, you individually can't sue us because it's gonna cost you more to even attempt to do it. Mm-hmm. You can't team up on us, ha ha ha.
2: Yeah.
0: Fortunately, it's getting widely reported, so I would like to hope that a majority of users are doing the opt out. So if you're listening, make sure you opt out, so that way that a lawyer can come to your door and say, "Thank you." Now we can destroy Discord if we need to.
1: Yeah. Like I feel, I feel...
0: It's disheartening because yeah. Discord is, other than that, a pretty good. It's a very service. good company.
2: It's yeah. a they're a very good company. I think they're just. Afraid of, if this happens, we need a fail safe in case this is somehow brought to court against us. Yeah. Like, but the, the... This is their safety it's, net. It's
0: sketchy. Like, I get that from their perspective, but it, it does come off very sketchy, yeah. the fact that Oh, they no, it's it.
2: super...
1: It's like, hey, come on, guys. I see yeah. where they're coming from, but... Instead of trying to save yourself from something that you're afraid you can't protect... You should be able to have a a product in which you can probably say like we can protect this. We can protect your information. What they're doing is like, I don't know if we can protect these these guys' information. Let's just make it so they can't stab us in the back once it happens.
2: This is... I understand why you did
1: this. I don't like it. Yeah, that's essentially my feelings on it. Yeah, Yeah, part of
0: it also is that... They're not going to get very money, much, they're not going to get much information out of you unless you are, like, paying them for stuff. Yeah. And I'm not sure why you're buying, like, games through
1: Discord. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean... All you have yeah. of me is my address and my name and my phone number and my email address. Thank God,
0: fucking everyone already has that. Exactly.
2: Yeah. You, you do not have my, my debit. I, I will provide an email at the top for i'll provide the opt-out email at the top so that's the first thing you see when you uh see this episode Thank so remember so opt you out can't say you didn't notice you can't say no one warned the you first fucking warned you. thing you see on the episode we've been new uh i guess speaking of opting out Uh, Funimation is cutting ties with Crunchyroll VRV, Verve. Verve. That's another streaming service. Yeah. yeah.
1: No longer interested in it now. Yeah. Uh,
2: So this is mainly due to their Funimation's acquisition being acquired by Sony. Uh, They're pulling out third-party streaming. Uh, So Funimation, America's production company that's... uh, Specializes in anime distribution for shows like My Hero Academia, Dragon Ball Super, One Piece, Your Name, uh, My Name, Your Name, <gasps> His Tanner. Name, Me, The Show,
0: Tanner, Starring <laughs> Tanner. Is that like the Truman Show?
2: <laughs> the Tanner, Except I watch
0: didn't watch. know I was in an anime the entire time.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's actually it. Uh, so they are. What
1: anime to be spot on! <laughs>
2: Uh, so they announced uh, that is le- that the- yeah, announced that it is leaving third-party streaming sites, including Crunchyroll and Verve. <laughs> Why are you pronounce well, it so weird? I've
1: never been a person who could not say <laughs> Verve. Verve.
2: <laughs> uh, according to a memo sent out to staff at Funimation uh, from Funimation pres- yeah. President Gen Fukunaga. This decision was made as a direct result of the company being acquired by Sony Pictures Television back in October of 2017. Uh, The contact between Sony's fault, yeah, it's Sony's (laughs) fault. It's because
0: all these companies keep buying other companies. We We need to dissolve all the companies. We bought
2: everyone. I don't know. Disney's already doing that. Uh, Oh
0: God, Disney's probably going to try and buy Sony next year. Yep. Sony's got that bun of money they're gonna get too big for their pants and then Disney's gonna be like no Sony now we're Sony now you're Disney you can't buy Spider-Man from us because we bought you we bought Spider-Man from ourselves
1: I think Fox was okay but I think Sony and no the government Fox was wasn't okay hmm?
0: Fox was not okay and the government should have stepped in
1: <laughs>
2: but also look at the government they have right now yeah that's true Trying to get them to stop anything like that is like trying to get a rabid dog to stop humping you. It's impossible.
0: If I can be petty about something less depressing, the Venom song is dumb.
2: It is pretty dumb.
0: It's Venom. It's, it's, it, it made me realize. Venom, it made me realize the the because it does also. It doesn't sound very different from a lot of Eminem songs. It. And I realized that the big issue. I mean, okay, many issues with Eminem, but just his singing style on its own. He sounds like he's trying to imitate a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. We've
2: created a monster. Someone wants to, see, wants to see Marshall in the morning, they want shade. He's chopped liver. If you want shade, this one I'm going to give you. A little bit weak, <laughs> it's not kind of
0: I don't know what's happening now.
1: In case you're not aware, those are lyrics to one of his songs. That's, that's uh... That's, uh without me. Oh, okay. I'm explaining the joke. Yeah.
2: No. You know, it's still not as out of place as the Pusha tea song at the start of the movie, where I was like, well, why? why why, is this here? This, this does not fit this scene at all. Yeah. It's like my only complaint with the movie. <laughs>
0: What about, it's not a very
2: flat villain.
0: Yeah. It's not about the villain. It's an epic love story.
2: But the villain's still there. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, you're kind of one note. Fuck.
0: You know what was even more out of place? Is that one guest spot in one of the songs from the Black Panther album? It's like.
2: Yeah, no, that's. Uh, was that Future? Trying to remember. Maybe it was past. (laughs) I think it was future. Uh, Anyways, back on topic. Uh, It was days of future past. (laughs) Shit. The contact uh, between Funimation and Crunchyroll will end November 9th, so.
0: (laughs) It sounds like they're, like, being, like, separated, like, they're getting sole custody.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Uh, when streaming rights end for a number of shows and will return to Funimation and will be available exclusively through Funimation Now, uh, the company's streaming service. Uh, Though it's currently unclear which shows will and will not be available between the two services due to co-licensing agreements between Funimation and Crunchyroll. Uh, Funimation's channel, uh, Verve, what is so weird about the word verb? I'm just... It's the joke, Tara. I'm just making a joke. Calm down. You sound so weird. Verb. 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 get an
0: attachment for Ty's car that when he revs it mm. just sounds like coming <laughs> out
2: <laughs> That's what the v is. <laughs> it's just
0: venom, venom. If Lightning McQueen wore a symbiote <laughs> would he wear it like, like this? this? Or, or like, like this?
2: Oh. <laughs> 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 So on
1: Vrrrrr...
2: Vr- <laughs> vr- where it frequently hosts Dubs, of uh, popular anime while Crunchyroll, uh, another part of Vrrrrr... <laughs> vr- uh, handles uh, subtitled anime releases. Uh, it's also set to expire. As far as Vrrrrr... Vr- <laughs> announce- <laughs> that Funimation would be leaving the platform, the company announced a new partnership with High Dive, uh, an anime-focused streaming site that focuses on dub titles and will bring shows like Made an Abyss, and Food Wars to the platform. Uh, in Fukunaga's uh, uh, letter to employees, he explains that going forward with support of Sony Pictures Television, uh, Funimation will look to focus on streaming both subbed and dubbed uh, fans uh, while also increasing the speed that dubs are produced. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, I'm I just... Just can if if my hero academia could just keep coming on uh, Crunchyroll, I'll be happy.
1: Yeah, I was looking so forward to uh, for the day that Verve was actually available for Canadian citizens. Now I was like, eh, whatever, rest in peace. Yeah, I wanted, that's, I, that's wanted a, I wanted I wanted a system where I can get both subs and dubs because there's our sub subs I like and oh and then there's some dubs I like, but nope, that's gone out the window. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get much chance. to this, this it would be nice if Crunchyroll
2: did that. Yeah, but they only have uh, sub. Yeah, and it's like you know what? that's fine, but also yeah. I want I want to listen. What what if I want to find a show that is actually better in dubbed, but I'm too used to the sub? Oh yeah. no, I've played myself. So <laughs> why you gotta be verse. I've played myself. To play in yourself. Wink. <laughs> uh, Iron Fist got canned, and so did Luke Cage. <gasps> Sad Okay,
0: here's here's my take on it. Okay. Hot um, take. Iron Fist isn't a huge loss. No. And when it was cancelled, a lot of people, the theory was that it was cancelled because Disney just wanted to retool it and make it for their streaming service. Which is fair, because Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones, they all deal with some serious stuff, and so it makes sense that they'd stay on Netflix. But Iron Fist. From what I've seen, it's pretty chill. It would fit in with the Disney stuff, because Disney doesn't want a lot of blood, gore, decapitation stuff on their streaming service. But when Luke Cage got canned, it really got the sense that... With Luke Cage, and also with American Vandal being cancelled, I feel like Netflix has realized they've been off way more than they could chew with these 1,000 original series that they put into development this year. Yeah. Because with people... like There's too much... They've spread themselves too thin and people can't watch everything, so now they're throwing all this money at stuff that no one is watching. And so then you have stuff that has huge critical acclaim and is being watched by just simply not enough people, and so it gets cancelled when it's stuff that, sucks to say, but it really shouldn't have been sponsored by Netflix
2: in the first place. So what you're saying is, it's the exact same problem with television has always had. It literally is. Of we out. We like. We started out. We had a bunch of good shows, and they were and everyone loves them. And then we started expanding. And we have more good shows. That meant more people, more draw. And then we expanded more. And now some of our good shows are also going because now then people are too like I gotta watch my shows, but also everyone else is also doing the exact same thing. And now it's happening to streaming services. Like, it, it, we it's the vicious cycle of television. There's too much! <laughs> I'm not paid for 10 streaming
0: services that all cost eleven ninety nine. dollars Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's why I'm pretty okay with the Disney streaming service, what they're doing, because they're gonna be a lower cost because they're gonna have way less original content. And I do hope that, because yeah, it sounds like, like uh, Daredevil Season 3 and Jessica Jones Season 3 are probably going to be the last of the Marvel Netflix stuff. Yeah. So I liked, I really hope that they do something for Disney. And I hope Disney is able to loosen itself a bit and have like more mature shows on their streaming service. I hope they realize that that is a viable thing. And that, so if they all put it in the same section, it is so easy to gatekeep and keep kids off of that.
2: You must be 18 or over to view this. It's that easy. Bam. Also, actually, I want to talk about that for a very quick second. Uh, and I watched uh, Goblin Slayer. And that made a lot of headlines recently because of its first episode and being... Fuck! I don't know what that Calm is. Calm down! I don't know what Goblin Okay, is. so the very first episode of Goblin Sair starts off with rape. And yep. murder. Mm-hmm. And shit. Now, what even is this? Uh, it is a, it's an anime uh, adapted from a manga series okay. of the same name. Uh, set. It, it's a isekai, of course. Oh, okay. Uh, and the character... Uh, known as the Goblin Slayer, is basically Doom Guy but for goblins. He wants to... Oh, okay. And it, this is specifically meant to be a mature show. Like, this is meant to be watched by people over the age of seven... Over 18. This has graphic content. This is like Berserk. Mm-hmm. It's in the same category as Berserk. Yeah. And all that. Now, the big problem is that a lot of the streaming services, they don't really have any sort of, like... Uh, content warnings that tell you, like, Goblin Slayer comes out initially and it seems like it's just going to be like a fun little romp and we're going to have fun adventures and then hardcore fucking murder bad shit happens in the first episode. Yikes. Yeah, because all they have, like, they display the rating but there's not, like, a pop-up that says, don't watch this. Yeah. And the real shitty part is that like outside of the main character, Goblin Slayer himself, shows real bland. Like after that, it's just kind of it's just another isekai that doesn't do a whole lot. If everyone else is very bland, the only thing you're really getting out of this is goblins getting absolutely no fucking mercy. And he wants to. In that, that first episode, the goblins. Like, these guys deserve to get murdered. Because of what they're doing to everything else, hmm. it's, it's 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 simply, hey, Crunchyroll, just give us a warning. Yeah, and people being like, oh, just look up the the thing. Well, that's too late. I already watched this, and now I'm fucked up. Yeah. It didn't tell me that like this has graphic content. It just tell it like it doesn't say anything like that. No. So yeah, I think that's something, at least within anime streaming that needs to be a thing. Hey, does this show have hardcore murder? Does it display graphic violence uh, scenes that could be seen as disturbing to others? Yeah. Give us the warning. Yeah. Give us a warning. Yeah. All, like, literally the first thing you should see is a warning. Or, hell, even for every other kind of show, like, you see, whenever you're watching like, something on CBC, you will see that little thing in the corner, that's like, well, it's like, what's rated, is it is it TV 14? Is it, uh g is it p g is it p g thirteen you'll see that yeah, and if you if you're watching a show and it's and p g thirteen comes up and it's like you know what two year old kid don't look Scram. around, get out of here, go to bed, what are you up <laughs> but yeah i i just think that should be something that's mandatory within that spectrum yeah anyways anyway, what are we talking about verv verv <laughs> That's a death grip song. <laughs> but we do call it shoot Thank
0: you. Hey, is Death Grips curses music? Maybe.
2: <laughs> but it is Halloween. Can we add maybe?
0: jingle bells to it? You probably can. Any song is a Christmas song if it has jingle bells
2: in it. Oh, God. Tanner, you've given me a bad idea. No, i have given you a great idea. It's a great idea. Scubbity. Ding, ding,
1: ding. Ding, ding,
2: Maybe I have given you a bad idea. Scubbity. Let's put the fork in the garbage dispense. ding, 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 ding. So, yeah, uh, show's canceled. Shit, go home, everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go home, Marvel's canceled until Disney. So, one idea I've heard is that they're canceling both of them to just make Heroes for Hire.
1: Which I would Disney. like.
0: Well, here's the thing, is that because I, even though I haven't finished Luke Cage season two, I know how it ends. Yeah. And I also know how Iron Fist season ends, so I feel like if they did, before they did Heroes for Hire, they'd have to do, like, a movie interpol where it's, like, Iron Fist versus Luke Cage or something like that.
1: yeah. Yeah, because oh, sorry. Without you well, know, Luke, Luke Cage has been out for a while. He, he basic spoilers for th- anyone watching Luke Cage and or Iron Fist. I won't say how it how it goes down, but essentially, Luke Cage is put in a position where it seems that he is kind of he he's taken over the new position of power in in the um, New what? York. Yeah, New York. His area of Newark, I can't remember. Harlem. Harlem. Why can't world. I remember? Yeah, he's
2: beca- but bit him and the Globe Trotters are teaming up to yeah. do sick basketball
1: dunks, but on criminals and <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> but he's be- but they they kind of put him in the spotlight where he, he they he looks like the new villain. So yeah, that's probably the best route to go is probably try to tie up the end of the ends of their series to try to open it up into a new series with just the two of them because they're best buds. They're like they're one of my favorite like duos in uh in the Marvel universe. one's when, with the exception of Cloak and Dagger. I love Cloak and Dagger.
2: One is the the DC TV show that's The Fun Happy Adventures of Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. <laughs> yes.
0: <sighs> It'll probably be a spinoff of Legends of Tomorrow.
2: I mean, yeah. I I just want to see those two fuck around with <laughs> <laughs> shit.
0: I can't believe Blue Beetle and Booster Gold have not yet appeared on Legends of Tomorrow because that show is made for them. It's
2: made for them, right? It's of,
0: I, I, I don't even watch Legends of Tomorrow. I was like, where are they? Well, okay, in the latest episode, they had to team up with Constantine because in the previous season finale, they released a time demon from hell, but in doing so, oh yeah, they released him from hell so that they could defeat him in the form of a giant Furby knockoff. Um, <laughs> yes, and, but because that. they did that, they also unleashed a whole bunch of other magical creatures into the the time screen, and so in the first episode of this new season, they had to team up with Constantine to fight a unicorn at Woodstock who was
1: killing people and eating their hearts. Fun little side fact Woodstock's apparently coming back.
2: It is the 50th anniversary, no, 50th anniversary.
0: not if I reboot them first. Uh... Reboot Woodstock, can I be on
2: that?
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: please.
1: Yes, yeah, they're gonna reboot everything, reboot freaking concerts. Reboot sports. Oh, I, I reboot think, the government. Oh, I think, I think
0: we already decided that our hundredth episode, we're going to reboot the Bible. Okay, first of all, we're keeping the Old Testament. <laughs> that shit sure was high. Old Testament only, no expanded universe.
1: <laughs> all expanded old universe Testament. is
2: gone. It's not uh, canon. Guard it. Uh... Judas only
1: garden, of it, garden, of it, garden of Eden. No items. No items. Jesus becomes a wuss and becomes part of the force. <laughs> um, excuse
0: me. This is not my Bible. Disney sponsor me. To I have assembled producers. We are going to write a new Bible. <laughs> and once we have created this new bible you can use it to replace the old bible that no one liked <laughs> that's blasphemy I love it <laughs> I can't wait for Disney to buy the rights to the bible I think it's public domain they'll find a way find Disney's the reason it takes like a century to enter the public domain anyways yeah. Passion of the Christ 2, A New Hope. Passion of the Christ (laughs) 2, The Revenge. (laughs) I can't wait to play play as Jesus in Kingdom Hearts.
2: (laughs) I can't wait to play as Jesus in The New Kid Icarus. (laughs) 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 Battle of Gods 2. Ah. Hey, Gen 4's out in Pokemon Go. How many Gen 4
0: Pokemon do you have? I haven't checked because I'm not opening the game for like another few days. Also, you're
2: a bastard. You know that? Yeah. You, you. you I'm not the bastard. You. I keep saying you, I just want to funnel you gifts so we're at level th- 3 friendship. But you're all like, ah. I'm oh, not like late. accepting For... gifts because blah,
0: blah, I right. don't. I don't like opening gifts unless I have another one to send back. No, just let me funnel shit to you. I usually only have time to hit like two Pokestops a day when I'm playing, let but I'm not, playing right I'm not even playing not right me, now. I'm not even playing right now. I'm not even playing right now because of the autism speaks stuff. Uh,
2: well, I mean, oh, oh that, yeah. yeah, there it is that. Uh, yeah.
1: Open the game. But that's your question, the, the not... key,
0: the yeah, basically. Going free-to-play, uh, does work if you were spending money before, but even if you weren't playing for stuff, just not opening the game will show in their metrics, and it will affect, like, their shareholders. Like, they'll notice that the, uh, the activity is low, and especially if people are not opening the game on the day of that big walk that the whole thing spiraled out of, they're going to notice that there's an issue, and they'll probably do something about it. For those of you who don't understand, um... Pokemon Go has partnered with Autism Speaks for a, like, walk to aid autism or something. But Autism Speaks is a bad company. Very bad. Like, they, they masquerade. They're basically PETA for the Autism Spectrum stuff. Where they're...
2: they're in the same brand as, well, PETA and uh, Susan Susie G. Korman.
0: Listen, this is actually the first time I've heard people talk about the Susan G. Corman all month. So that's pretty good.
2: Like, it's all over WWE. They're the absolute worst at it.
0: Okay, here's... Here's your crash course on bad charities. PETA, not actually a charity. They are, like, a corporation. They're PETA Incorporated, founded by a person who's afraid of dogs, and they will regularly kidnap pets off of people's porches and euthanize them because they say they're being mistreated. But really, they just don't like animals. Um... Susan G. Corbin is another corporation that has sued actual breast cancer foundations for the rights to use the color pink, basically. And so they force them to use all of their charity donations for legal ballots instead of putting it towards funding and treating breast cancer patients.
2: Lying their own pockets.
0: Exactly. And Autism Speaks, I think technically it's a charity, but, but it's still... focused on the wrong. Th- because they're all about curing autism which is kind of like curing homosexuality and curing being a black person you you don't need you don't don't and you don't need to and they like they're notable for like this horrible like viral marketing thing where it's like this person's like i'm autism i never sleep i'll make sure you never get married i'll make sure you never go to school no 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 because they don't also know what autism is they think they can fix it with electroshock therapy and shit like that like they're they're considered a hate group in a lot of states. Jeez. And so a lot of people there's a petition going around and a lot of people are protesting by not playing Pokemon Go until this walk has passed. And hoping that Niantic because it's through it's Niantic doing the partnering, it's not it's Game the Pokemon Freak. Company. Because the Pokemon Company was founded by um I can't remember his name, but he was on the spectrum as well. Yeah. So obviously they're not gonna do anything with autism speaks. But Niantic, who Give them the benefit of the doubt. They probably just didn't know, and they were probably approached by Autism Speaks because they put a lot of money in their PR so that they look great. But and they they responded, but the response is like, "We're so glad people are talking about this and have, are showing us other sources that we can partner with." But they never actually said an apology or that they're going to end their partnership with it. So, mm. but once this passes, I'm gonna get so many Drifloon. I love Drifloon. <laughs> My boy, my balloon boy.
1: I already got the uh, Driftblin, Yeah. I have, I, have, I don't I, I have the, the candy boy. for it, but I'm waiting until I find a shiny one because this current event give is releasing the shiny version of it. Not hmm. gonna.
2: Anyway, the trailer did look pretty cute. Yeah. Yes. Bobo.
0: Yeah. Every time I see images of Gastrodon John, I appreciate it more and more. <laughs> its your little mouth and it looks like it would make beaker noises like me 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 me
2: me me me. <laughs> Uh, last story, uh, uh, Duncan, and because this is also
1: related, uh, we're going into Sega stuff. So. Sega, Sorry. Sega. Uh, all right, oh, here's one. your boy, Sega boy. Um, yeah, there's one, oh,
2: two, oh. three.
1: Sega, 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 Sega. Sega, Sega. Sega.
2: Sega. <laughs> rally. Sega, nice Sega.
1: Nope, you don't get it.
0: Okay, none for you, yeah. Verve. Verve.
1: <laughs> Um one bit of news that was already uh, touched on is yeah Sega announced that they're pushing back the release date for Sonic Racing which you're learning you you're, you're yeah. not pumping out a game that's not complete like yeah. Sonic O Six 6 and Sonic yeah. Boom and uh, Sonic, Sonic Boom 6 Sonic Sonic, Sonic <laughs>
0: Forces Sonic
1: okay Sonic Forces, <laughs> I'll defend. Sonic so I def- it 4, was okay. Whatever. There were some levels that are just a grind to get through, and it kind of get got rid of the replayability. So but replayability like suck. OCS, so I guess yeah. it's all right. And for it's the just... hardcore like, hardcore Sonic fans who just like want to indulge, delve into the world of Sonic, is like oh, my character is interacting with Sonic. And it's the most OC
2: version of them they could possibly get. Yeah, it's got like the the, the radio and the belt and all. Like, damn, yeah, some
1: you of these guys knew exactly what you were doing. Some of the character creation items were funny. I liked it because it it was it was a it was one big thing of Sega going. It's like we get it. This is funny. We'll let you, you let we'll let you play is that was the one they were promoting.
2: It's like, oh yeah, we also got uh, this little thing, uh, Sonic Mania. That's what we do. And that, that one rightfully blew up. It was like, yeah. Yeah, that's the good one. Yep. Now but if you the... just get a good 3D, 3D Sonic, then the world will finally know peace. Exactly.
1: Finally. Um, next is that they announced... Uh, they've been doing this over the past years. Um, they've had a lot of their classic games on mobile. But they re- they were released at a price, like Sonic 1 was go- selling for like $3.99 to get it on your phone and stuff like that. Mm. But like early in the year, they were going like, oh, all Sonic games are free. I mean, you can still pay for them to get them ad-free, so they're, they're, they're still the same price if you want to buy it and get the game ad-free. I think that's the, the, the model they're still going on with this force, but they just released that the next game they're making free on mobile is Shining in the Darkness, Shining Force 1, and Shining Force 2, which... I wanted to bring that up because those are some of my favorite Sega games. Mm-hmm. They're the best. They're what got me into that genre of grid-based, um, like, Fire Emblem-esque games. I know there's a particular name for those kind of games. I don't know the genre. Like, Disgaea, Advance Wars. Uh, like
2: tactical? Yeah. Tactical
1: RPGs? Yeah. yeah. Tactical turn-based RPGs. But regardless, yeah, those are free. And then last bit of news is is that's on the docket...
2: Yes, the Sega unveils their Road to 2020 plan, which includes uh, concurrent worldwide releases and reinvigorating uh, a idle IP. Uh, Knights? Maybe.
0: I've never played a Knights game, I just look the look of them.
1: I think um, because of uh, there, there's a reason, I'll, I'll let the, I'll finish the, the article here and I'll have my input on what IPs they might be touching on.
2: Uh, Sega seems to be doing very well for itself with the Sammy arm taking care of the Pachinko and Sega, along with Atlas, uh, dominating in many respects. Uh, the publisher is going to be going along uh, for a long while. Uh, in fact, uh, they started, they shared their uh, schematics for their Road to 2020 plan uh, in the same breath as their uh, recent sales report. Uh, in addition... In addition to their commitment uh, to bringing back uh, Idle IP, uh, a New Soccer Wars uh, is being used as an example. Uh, Sega also wants to make a move towards concurrent worldwide releases alongside some of the other big-time publishers. Uh, Sega also breaks down how they're going to do this in a hmm, fascinating fashion. But I'll paraphrase it here so we can get the document at the moment. Uh, Basically, Sega notes that uh, before a game can arrive outside of Japan, it needs to be translated into multiple languages, not just English. And that uh, translation needs to be on point if they want to actually sell copies.
0: Translation on fleek, y'all.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Atlas is... Uh, has become instrumental in this process with their U.S. studio that uh, understands both Japanese and American games very well uh, with the ability to localize games in a way that keeps uh, uh, the spirit of Japanese references alive and well. Uh, The Persona series is a perfect example of this. Sega vows to strengthen the further collaboration... Uh, with Atlas, uh, and same-day worldwide releases are one way that they're doing that. Uh, so, for anyone who thought Sega's purchase of Atlas spelled their doom, uh, that doesn't seem to be the
1: case for the time being. So, what Sega game do you guys want brought back? Um, Nights Yeah, I would like to see another Knights game. The one that they came out with the week, a couple like what ten years ago, was okay, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't match to its predecessor. Um, it just tried too hard to utilize the Wii peripherals, and it just kind of flopped, in my opinion. Um, according to another recent Sega news, I forgot about that I read last night was um, there's word about them porting the Dream Sega Dreamcast games over to the Switch, mm-hmm. and they they recently released a Twitter poll about games that they wanted to see, and the, the number one was Jet Set Radio. So. If they touch on anything, they could take a look at that pool, for instance, and see the fan backing behind people wanting to play more Jet Set Radio, and they could... And it, it certainly has been an idle IP of Sega's. They haven't touched the Jet Set Radio's. They've been only... There's, there have been only two games in their existence, with my knowledge. There's just Jet Set Radio and the Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah. It's certainly about time. Um, You know, other Dreamcast games, um, I don't... I am I'm a fan of it. I don't think there's a, there's a big following, but uh, Space Channel 5. Yeah. I want to see another, like, dance rhythm game come out. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Um, Golden Axe. That was attempted back in, like, good 8 plus, eight, like, the 2010 era. But it was, eh. It was trying to feed off the whole God of War thing. It's like it was just a beat 'em up with not much substance to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a oh there's a I can go on um Outrun. Oh outrun Outrun would be a good one. Another Sega rally. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just
2: looking through stuff. Virtual Fighter.
1: Oh, yeah. I
2: I know Virtual Fighter kinda lives on in the spirit of dead or alive, but also <laughs> please give us an art virtual fighter. Also virtual cop! <laughs> virtual
1: cop. I want to hit that justice shot. I want to see a new Shining Force. They've kind of changed genres with Shining Force. Like a new Shining Force game game out. I can't remember what it's called, but they completely changed the genre of the game. It's not a grid-based game anymore. I want to see it go back to its roots.
2: And uh, I guess this does it for news. Unless do we want to talk about the Smash leak. What was the Smash League? Oh, the Smash League. Are you the Rimware Smash the League? Smash League. Okay,
0: so basically it was someone posted an image of, like, you know, that banner with all the characters. Yeah. And that every time a newcomer is revealed, they like get added to the they get banner. A spot. Yeah. But also, like, they pointed out that the characters keep getting rearranged every time a new character is added, so it's hard to find blank spots where characters are supposed to be. Mm. <clears throat> and so Basically, someone posted the supposedly complete banner that they had found in a package of promo materials for their like shopping center or whatever. And the reason that people think it's legitimate is because in the picture of the banner, you can also see promo t- materials for the new Grinch movie, mm. which is like like not saying the Grinch is in Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, no. but because they arrived around the same time, it would make sense because they're released around the same time. Um, and let me find the actual characters. That it says there are... Shadow the Hedgehog? Yes, Shadow was one of them. If true, it would be... The newcomers would be uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Isaac from Golden Sun, Mock Rider from Mock Rider, Geo from Super Mario RPG, The Chorus Kids from Riv he- of them Heaven, uh, Ken from Street Fighter, Shadow the Hedgehog, and I think another one said it also looked like there was Cosmos from uh, Xenoblade. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear about that one. Ken. Yeah. Ken. Well, yeah, Man. it's an Echo Fighter. Yeah,
2: it would be an Echo Fighter. Why not Evil re <laughs> <laughs> No, I was thinking, like... I was thinking the term of actual fighting games, where it's like, oh, no. if He got his own actual slot, but he's only different just, just a tiny
1: bit, because he's American. But like, I wonder if, if, if it's true. You could have or... made him
2: a skin, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna assume that is gonna be another. Echo I would fighter. rather Chun Li.
0: Oh, I want, Chun- but Chun Li wouldn't be an echo fighter, so she'd probably be DLC. Yeah,
2: yeah I would rather her at like just not even have Ken in the game at that point. <laughs> just put in Chun. DLC removes
1: Ken and adds Chun Li. <laughs> that or Akuma.
0: Um Add Vegas. Yeah, this
1: sweep kick, sweep Sweet kick, sweep kick. <laughs> I can
0: kind of buy this rumor because. Okay. I can buy this rumor because a lot of these are people that have been guessed. Pe- that's This is what people have been guessing for quite yeah, a while. They,
2: these sound pretty common. A lot of people,
0: good. like, as soon as they announced Echo Fighters, people immediately said Shadow. Because he's an obvious Echo Easy. for Sonic. Yeah. A lot of people were saying Banjo-Kazooie. I can't remember where that came from, but it was mm. quite common. A lot of people have been asking for Geno since Brawl. Since yeah. 5 ever. Um, yeah. Chorus Kids was a big rumor for Switch 3DS. And like even people saying that we uh, like there were people dropping leaks and it's like the chorus kids were gonna be in there but then they were removed at the last minute for whatever reason probably similar if they play similar to Ice Climbers that probably why yeah um, Isaac was always a plum that people really wanted because people want that uh, Golden Sun
2: mm-hmm. oh my god I and think then Mock Rider
0: it. just because they every game has a new retro character yeah because um, Melee had Game and Watch Brawl had Rob. Switch 3DS had uh Duck Hunt. Yes. And so Mock Rider would be the retro one for this one. But it's too bad cuz I still really want Frogger.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I I got two more things to touch on. Um Oh, yeah, that's okay. You you briefly touched on uh WWE. There there was big news that came from there. Roman?
2: Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns uh on a hiatus because he's battling leukemia.
1: Yeah. And the, uh, the other and
2: then, oh, yeah. almost immediately after, Titus O'Neil comes marching out with <laughs> some uh, ladies that beat cancer and is like, Yeah, Susan G. Coleman, it's great. It's a great foundation. Fuck cancer. <sighs> and I'm like, You know what? I, I, I like the message, but why that corporation? Yeah. Not charity. Like, literally, just go to the American Breast Cancer fa- Foundation. Fuck! damn This fucking company <laughs> Hey so we're having this We're having this big fucking event And we're taking all this Saudi money Uh But they killed a guy Like real bad What if we just don't say it's in Saudi Arabia That solves the sh- issue Let's
1: redact that let's, the... let's
2: just Let's just Benoit But still have it Not cancel the show
1: Idiots! I want to see it happen and them just constantly not even mention it, even though, like, every pay per view is like, live at. Live s- at.
2: Disclosed location.
1: <laughs> it's live at the Crown Middle Jewel. Middle
2: Eastern country. <laughs> <laughs> Latveria.
1: <laughs> I would- oh my god! <laughs> A fucking.
0: Oh my god, it's Dr. Doom with the chair! Oh,
1: shit! It's like, and it's never even the same one. Every time they bring it up, they just bring up imaginary places. Live at Wakanda. <laughs> I would watch Wakanda Pro Wrestling. <laughs> We're here
2: live in Atlantis. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining the one. is just the grayest stadium ever, where everyone's just gray. But you have this throne, and it's Dr. Doom, is sitting on the throne. Yeah, you
0: better hope Dr. Doom isn't coming after you with his chair. It has rocket boosters. It has rocket Don't bo- destroy you. Uh, Wait, <laughs> in, in Marvel's and Capcom 3, wasn't one of his attacks he got in his chair and then just jetted at someone? I think so, yeah. Yeah.
1: And the second thing I wanted to bring up, I almost forgot about this, is that we finally got a, a trailer for the Intellivision Amico Oh, we did? Yeah, we did. And it, it's amazing. Um, I said I was going to watch it today, but I forgot to. It's like a 90... or, or I don't think it's 90... Like a 45-minute video explaining what it is. Oh, it's,
0: God. I don't have time for that.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm super psyched for it. I've been uh, looking forward to it for a while. We got what it's going to look like. Hmm. It's like the old design, but it's all white. It's still got, like, oh, the, okay. the, like the dial controller. Um... Some of the key notes was a lot of the game, but the console itself is going to be, it's only going to cost about $149 to $179. Like they've said before, they are not trying to compete. They're not trying a console war. It's like, this is ours. We're releasing it. We don't care if it's more popular than the other consoles where this is going to be a family console. Um, The games are going to only cost $299 to $799. They're just going to be cheap games they're all going to be exclusive to that game. They're not I th- I think they said like yeah, they're just going to make it exclu- just the games exclusive to their console. They're not going to try porting over games from other consoles. It's all going to be original content. They're going to bring back of course since it's a television, all of the like the television library is going to be on there. Um, plus I think Atari games, um, a couple other ones but um yeah i should have actually watched a video to get more information on it um i'm super pumped for it i think they had a release date sometime last next year i think it's next holiday sometime to, last year to, <laughs> it's already out um i think next holiday season is i think is their their release no i think they said 2020 my bad hmm. i'm super pumped for it oh, um, that's cool. um, Wait, oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Um, not only does it have the uh, two controllers, but uh, I think I, they're going to make it so a lot of the games can use um, f- uh, smartphones. So they'll play like kind of like Jackboxes. Oh, nice! Style, so you can use your your phone to play games. So you can have an additional six players. So you can have like eight players simultaneous play. Wait, yeah, that, that was the other bits, other pieces of news I wanted to throw in there. All right. Did we talk about two B being Soul Cal? No, no, we didn't. Uh, so two B from
2: Near Almada is now in Soul Cal, So the battle of tits and ass, <laughs> oh my yeah. God, is on the stage of history. It will be decided on the stage of history. Throw that. She looks great, by the way.
1: Throw that card up. That fi- the fighting card. Two B versus Ivy. Ivy. <laughs> the whole trailer is just. Her is Tooby and Ivy, like, facing off. So it is the
2: Battle of Tits and Ass. It's great. Great, Scott. I love you, Soul Cal. It, it may have the greatest character creator ever made. Oh yeah, I've been seeing that all over. You want Mothman
0: versus Homer.
2: You want Shaggy versus Scooby. <laughs> Do you want lizard man with a 12-foot cock? I'm sorry, what?
0: <laughs> now you're speaking my language. <laughs> I'm not a scaly, but I'm also not a coward.
1: Eddie.
2: <laughs> uh, actually, before we get to Bum's question, uh, were you on... Uh, no, you weren't. Uh... So, Lindsay had a question a while ago of Ooh. dumb retcons. What's the dumbest retcon made by a creator of a franchise you're a fan of, Tanner? Oh, that was when you were talking about Nagini, wasn't it? Yes.
0: Um, I have to think.
1: I can't remember. Have I, I, I
0: even been in fans where there were major retcons? I don't think so. I can't think of any.
1: Oh, oh, right. I was going to shame Duncan. <laughs> And <laughs> I started to see where that was going.
0: I got I put a reminder in my phone that I I didn't get because I couldn't go to that episode. <laughs> Just shame you about One More Day. One More Day is bullshit. It completely torpedoes Peter's character because it has Peter and MJ literally making a deal with the devil. To give up their marriage just so he literally only gets one more day with his aunt, and the reason it's bullshit is because it's not just Meph- it's not Mephisto appearing to Peter and saying, "Hey, I want to get one more day with your mu- your grandmother, your aunt, whatever the fuck she is." It's Peter. He goes to Doctor Strange. He's like, "Hey, Sorcerer Supreme, can you help Aunt May get better?" And he's like. No, Peter. I, with all my godly power in the multiverse, cannot make Ant-May make get better. But I can open up a giant portal network to every other genius in the Marvel cinematic universe, or comic universe. He goes to every single superhero and supervillain with a PhD, and every single one of them is like, I'm sorry, we just don't know how to deal with Aunt May's oldness or some shit like that. Not a single person in all of Marvel can cure Aunt May of being... ...old or some shit, and so that's when Peter goes, like, walking down, the, like, the streets, the bowl of All her Broken Dreams, and Mephisto shows up as his daughter, future daughter, he also shows up as, like, this gamer is like, comics are for nerds and losers, only losers read comics, in a comic book read by people who read comic books... And then it's like, yeah, then they sell their marriage to the devil so that Aunt May can get one day more, but then she dies anyways. So it's still for nothing. But you know what? She got resurrected through other means anyways. And then she fucked J. Jonah Jameson. (laughs) And they still, even if Peter and M.J. get together, they still haven't addressed the fact that Spider-Man
1: made a deal with Satan. Okay, so I was kind of seeing this coming. Um, this requires a bit of a story. So I have been a fan of comics for a long time, but I never really had the money for it. I've, I was kind of like a middle class guy, under middle class for a long time. So most of my money was prioritized video games, but I did love comic books, and I read them whenever I had the chance. When I started to actually get more into comic books, my girlfriend at the time had the, new, the brand new day comics. So I didn't get attached to One More Day yet. I was reading the content that came from after the events of One More Day. And I liked, with my knowledge of Spider-Man up to that date, was a single Spider-Man, you know, doing his Spider-Man thing and everything. And then going into Brand New Day, it wasn't wasn't that far off from what I knew of Spider-Man from the, the, the animated series I was watching up until that point. I liked it. Except that you know the only things that have changed now is, is he's graduated he's got a job at a freaking um, horizon labs things are going all right with him he's got a new he, they started introducing new villains into his gallery with mr negative and stuff like that and I like that and eventually when I start going in I go back I watched a YouTube video about the events that happened with uh, back in black and I, lo- I love the scene where he freaking almost kills Kingpin like he gets right to his throat like oh, I'm gonna unload an entire web cartridge down your throat if Atme dies it like makes him think he was going to do it at that moment he goes like three two one and it's like bluffed yeah i'll be back when she actually dies and i didn't know all of the 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 events that happened in that comic book i after that episode i actually sat down and read the comic i found it and i read it yeah it was not the best I do like the attempt at them trying to reboot it. And um, my defense in it is that every really good Saw Spider-Man arc, the one thing it shared is that it put Peter in the worst-case worst, worst case scenario almost all the time. It's always putting Spider-Man in the lowest of the lows. And I think it, what, what really makes Brand New Day, uh, uh, in my offense, trying to redeem it just a smidgen, I'm already acknowledging that he's kind of bad, but... How could I say this? The events that led to him him unveiling his identity after, you know, being... Letting Tony become, like, a father figure to him. Just to be utilized in his, his agenda for civil war. And then upon realizing what he's done and trying to revert back and going to capsize the whole thing. But then realizing he's made a mistake... It starts, the spiraling starts there. He starts making, he's, he starts making mistakes. He goes, puts Aunt May in danger by going back, not noticing he was being tracked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. At me being put in the position he did, still constantly making mistakes. So he decides, hey, you know what, I'm going to start letting go of some of my morals. I'm going to resort to possibly killing people because I want to find who, who who's possibly killing Aunt May. And getting right down to the point where he almost does kill Kingpin. And then realizing like that's not gonna get him anywhere. Then trying to go back to Anime, trying to get him. Or he's starting to lose it. He's starting the he's thinking irrationally. He can't, know. Uh, I think at this point, it's what people are blaming that are is, is what what people are blaming that Peter is out of character. I want to say it's because. Of all the events that's led up to this. He's not thinking straight. And I don't. I think what I want to blame Marvel for is that they didn't properly convey that. Like, I think people who, who really bash One More Day is people that only read One More Day. They didn't read from Civil War up to One More Day. That's what I think. That's a good rebuttal. <laughs> and yeah, there have been good Spider-Man
0: stories since... Um, like I did, I really liked Spider-Verse, and I like the stuff surrounding that. Um, I think in a, on a grander scheme, One More Day is very, um, it's telling of a symptom at Marvel where they don't like their heroes developing, and any major yeah. developments get immediately undone, so that they can have a status quo yeah. to always resort back to, and even... So then we've, we have a situation where spider has been developing and growing as a character and getting together with Mary Jane and all this stuff, and they basically, they undo it because they panicked and they didn't think it would be relatable. Yeah. Like, the guy who wrote it literally said, happy heroes aren't relatable.
1: Yeah. But that being said, I did read into it, and, like, up until this point, I was looking at it at a comic story standpoint. When I went and read the controversy behind it, now I do, I do dislike how they did it, because essentially what they did is they just redacted an entire series of comics. So mm-hmm. somebody... That particular artist and that writer, his work is technically not canon anymore because like, oh hey, Mephisto, what essentially he did because they eventually made another comic to explain what exactly happened with, with, with Mephisto is what essentially he did is he went back to a point in time where they were about to get married and they had a situation where he was fighting Venom and he got knocked out and missed his wedding. And that's what happened. That's what changed the entire path of things. And then technically him unmasking himself in Civil War never happened. So what you're saying is, this is all... Venom! It's <laughs>
2: It all just came back to Venom. Why does Eddie Brock have to deal with all this negative bullshit? <laughs> Eddie Brock is a good man. Why can't he just sit in a lobster tank in peace? Yeah. I, I don't like... putting some nice Reeboks in there. I was like, oh shit. Nice one. But now they're covered in lobster. They're covered in lobster. That's <laughs> value. Hey, raise your hand if you're a monster fucker after watching Venom. A what? That scene where Venom has, uh, what's-her-face, Annie? On, like, he's, he's on Annie, is like... Oh. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, (laughs) shit. Okay, yeah,
1: now I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I've seen, I've seen that figure already. There's face. there, There have already been characters like that. There was Mania, where, um... It was uh, Flash Thompson Venom uh, for a brief period of time. A portion of the Venom... 10 seconds. Like, oh, oh, shit, No, a, por- a portion of the Venom attached to one of the children from the school that he was t- uh, he was at. And then she became Mania. She wasn't
0: sexy, fortunately.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> and then the guy who had... The, uh, this is because it was an entire Venom thing. I'm not going to go into it. Stay tuned for when we start our new Venom podcast, the Venom Diagram. I might actually do that. Where the It'll theme be... song
0: is just going to be us going Venom, 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 Venom,
1: venom. looking into the possible possibility of that. I might make it. It will be probably like a very short podcast, maybe like a handful of episodes, maybe. So Bob has
2: a question for us. Okay. Hello, hello. Uh, how is everyone doing? Good. No. I don't care. I'm here to ask those hard-hitting questions. My question to you is this. Did you ever have a moment where you planned out what you were going to say, but when you actually said it, it sounds way worse than you'd hoped it would be?
1: Yes. My rebuttal to the One More Day I was, <laughs> I was thinking and about it for so long. It good. actually came out really good. It did. I mean, I'm already criticizing it now. I picked up what you put down. I think there's something better. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that. Uh, yeah. How
2: about you? Uh, it's just, uh. Oh, you thought of what you are going to say, but then it just yeah. fizzled. Yeah, right now, actually. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I know it's happened more times than I can count, but I think, like, I just don't remember any of it. And and it, if it happens, memory. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, no, that didn't happen, actually. No. I, I try. Let, I tried to find that memory, and it's just, like, missed. I'm like, <laughs> where? Where's this tragic memory of me fucking up? Is not there, so I guess it don't exist.
1: You know what? I could probably count it as a whole you could of probably my... find it in this podcast. <laughs> probably. Pretty much... My entire life is, is is cat-centered around, like, as soon as I say something, I'm already criticizing it. It's just an inner me- mechanism I'm trying to improve upon. But as soon as I say something, I cr- I, I, I'm already my own critic.
0: Yeah, I'm the kind of person who will invent hypothetical situations and then come up with these excellent arguments inside them. But if I ever get embroiled in such a situation, I'll have no idea what I'm doing.
2: Do you, yeah. do you end up on the uh, the talk show where you're talking to, like, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon, a, a Jimmy Fallon type, and you're talking to them about serious issues, but this is going on in your head?
0: <laughs> no, it's like, if the person... Like if a bad customer shows up and starts saying like hateful things, (laughs) oh, you know what to say. Oh, I know exactly how exactly to slam down their stupidity and tell them exactly what I think of them.
2: Da 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 da. da -da -da -da. You're a the counter. Do a fucking backflip and then fucking just go in. Yes. But then when when you actually do try and you you then break your neck and And that
1: never and that never happens anyways. Well, yeah, yeah, you're dumb. Well, fuck you so is get your face my... but luckily
2: since you also work at the store there's you don't like what they're saying it's like get out of my fucking store
1: I've also never had the opportunity to tell anyone to leave oh, oh but no that reminds sad. me I was driving behind a car and this guy had his pl- this is his plates no you <laughs> no, that <laughs> that's, that's amazing, amazing. <laughs>
2: just no you no you. <laughs> could you could you send me that Please. okay Also, Bum has a story here, which is always great. I love Bum stories. Uh, (laughs) Wink. Wink. Mine is how I would uh, leave a voicemail to this person so they would get in contact with me. But I uh, I ended up actually saying, You can call this number or email me after looking up Bum, insert fake last name here, uh, in your email. Actually... Uh, if you just look up bum, you will find me since I'm the only bum in the company. The voicemail ended up with all my coworkers laughing their heads off after overhearing me leave that voicemail. <laughs> Don't worry, bum. I would also be laughing my head off at you. Oh. I would also be laughing at you. <laughs> but we'd still be bros. We'd still be bros. Thank you. Ugh. Oh. And that does it for questions. Yeah. Hey, Tanner, did we have a Twitter pull-up? No. No? I've been busy and sick. I know. This is fine. I'll try and remember to do them more regularly. No, no. no don't push yourself. Only I'm I'll allowed to push myself. Push it. To push <clears> it good. Only I'm it. allowed to go into crunch. Shh.
1: I ready. did this for you. <laughs> I'm the crunch boy. I'm the one who crunches.
2: Okay. So, Holy shit. What? And
1: it ended off on a good note. Foot, for current football scores, Saskatchewan 32 to BC 9. We are kicking in. It is the first quarter. It's all coming up, Fieldhouse,
0: baby. Woo-hoo! Woo!
2: Woo! Woo! I'm leaving football. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Thank you. Oh, today's a good day. Today is a good day, my friends. And it's a good time to end it off. Uh, Tanner, where can people find us? On the night of
0: the full moon, take the feather of a Canadian goose and light it and chant the words in the Book of Super Fun. Then consume it. You shall be filled with knowledge of our email address. The Super Fun Podcast. No, that's not right. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> the
1: seance is ruined! Oh no, what if we... Just call Austin, because I'm in hotmail! What have we summoned? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Super fun Network at gmail.com That's The Super Fun Network at gmail.com The Super Fun Network at gmail.com You can also find us on Twitter at... Real SFN? Yeah. How oh, good. Find us on Facebook at.
1: Oh, I've never pronounced this one before. <laughs> no. The Super Fun Network. Okay, at this. Sp- Check us I'm on Instagram them. at.
2: Super Fun Network. I wish I could really streamline all of this, <laughs> but I can't at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
1: you so, can.
2: I'm so fucking sorry.
1: <laughs> and if you're interested in silly little poems, you can catch me at Cloudhead Duncan. On Twitter,
2: and where can people find your stuffed hand? I am on Twitter at
0: Sparky Upstart, and you can also follow Notifier But You First at its own dedicated podcast feed, which is N I I R Y F Pod. Love it. There's no way I can fit Notifier You First into an entire Twitter handle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That makes sense. So it's nearest. <laughs> nearest. Forget the sheriff. We've got the nearest. <laughs> Boy, I'm
0: glad that we're out here and he's frozen in there and I'm the nearest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but wait, we're out here. <laughs> so why are we doing group cosplay of us as the characters from the uh the the, the mystery of skulls music videos? Yes. Oh why don't we doing
1: that. I could do Carl. is it Carlos? Lewis. Do- Lewis Lewis. I could do Lewis. I knew it end with a us. I was like
2: Duncan's Lewis. I could see you as a uh, Arthur, kinda. And you're the dog? <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> or are you doing crossplay? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs> oh. <sighs> Anyways, thanks for listening, and before we let you go, ponder this question. Are the animorphs just gundams with furries? <gasps>